we are clear-eyed about the challenges we are likely to face in the days and weeks ahead, and we are ready to meet them. Uh, Alejandro Mayorka lying again. He doesn't tell the truth very often. He's not an honest person. He should probably be impeached, don't you think? I think it would be best for America and, and for the entire world. We, uh, we had the Contras in Central America, and the Democrats opposed them because they were pro-communist then, just like Hanoi Jane was uh, pro-communist during the Vietnam War. Because, And then, you know, Hanoi Jane says that Wuhan, excuse me, COVID, she said, is the, I just automatically call it Wuhan, the, uh, or the Wu, I call it the Wu or Wuhan. And uh, in long form, it's the Wuhan Red Death because, uh, you know, well, you know, there was that Edgar Allan Poe story, the mask of the Red Death, right? Everybody knows that out of uh, Baltimore. And, um, and then the, you know, Wuhan, that's where it came from. And Red, because they're Chinese communists, they're communists. And that's why I don't use Red State, Blue State, because obviously the left is red, and not blue, and obviously true blue Americans are blue and not red. But the Democrats got to choose who gets red and who gets blue because of a corrupt news media. That's why Republicans are labeled and identified as red, and leftists are identified as blue only in the United States of America. There's no other country in the world that uses red to identify conservatives and blue to identify the left. Only the United States of America does that, and that's why I don't play that game. Am I right? Hanoi Jane? Hanoi Jane. COVID is God's gift to the left. <laughs> COVID is God's gift to the left. Well, it did, uh, according to them, uh, kill 7 million people. And God knows that's what the left is good at, killing millions of people. All right. Now let's get back to uh, our open borders because the Democrats are flooding the country with uh, people that do not enjoy American family traditions. And they want to make sure that we take in so many all at once that They'll never be able to assimilate, never have to assimilate. In Washington, D.C., my best girl and I were sitting. It was Sunday, Sunday, and it was a beautiful day in Washington, D.C., like it's going to be today. And uh, I think rain tomorrow and then beautiful again on Sunday, I think. And But it was a beautiful day Sunday. My best girl and I, we hiked around the city, and we ended up on a patio, patio of a restaurant. Uh, it's an Italian restaurant. It's an Italian restaurant. And uh, we went to the, the front door to... Say, hey, can you, you know, can we grab a table outside? And a uh, Spanish-speaking woman uh, seated us, and then a uh, Spanish-speaking uh, a, a busser came over and uh, cleaned up the table a bit, and then our Spanish-speaking waiter, and I mean uh, really Spanish-speaking, English, not very good at all, and uh, we got, uh, I got a beer, and my best girl got, uh, what, she got an Aperol, Aperol Spritz, that's what they're called, and... Um, you know, we had had those in Italy and and uh, Greece, I think, and other places. And uh, and we were sitting there for a minute, and I said, because the Aperol Spritz, I said, you know, this and it was a beautiful day, and trees are waving behind us and stuff. And you know, this is really this is like being in another country, isn't it? Got the it's a beautiful day, in Aperol Spritz. Nobody speaks English, yeah. and this is Washington D.C., our nation's capital, and. And uh, pretty much everywhere you go, if you're a Spanish speaker in Washington, D.C., right now, you will never have to learn English. Now, Barack Obama admonished us a few years ago that we all need to teach our children to speak Spanish because he's planning on turning America into a Spanish-speaking country. And that's what the Democrats are doing right now. This is, as one of our brilliant callers said earlier this morning, was it Matt? said, uh, 
that this is Fundamental Transformation Day in America with Title 42 expiring at midnight last night and the Democrats waving everybody into the country. Now, there is a uh, moment, and we had another caller calling about this, as a matter of fact, but, but we already had it on our, on our uh, stories list. A judge, Title 42, a judge blocks Biden from paroling migrants. That's the word they're using, paroling. But, uh, but they, that means they've committed crimes, right? A judge blocks Biden from, uh, quote, paroling migrants and, um, and just uh, releasing them into the country. And the, and the crazy thing is, federal judge blocks Biden from paroling migrants hours before Title 42 is set to expire. And then the, uh, the National Border Patrol, the Border Patrol people, uh, said that this is terrible news for them. This is awful for them because now... They've got no place to put these, uh, they don't have the space to put these tens and tens of thousands of people flowing into our country every week. And what are they supposed to do? Well, I saw a video this morning where they were just waving the illegals onto buses and they're being spread around the country. Oh, by the way, at least two more buses arrived at Kamala Harris's house this morning uh, in Washington, D.C. It's not really her house, but she lives in it now the vice president's residence on Massachusetts Avenue. And um, uh, 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 two more buses arriving in Washington, D.C., and they just dump them out on the street. But this is, and then the news media objects if they go to Martha's Vineyard or to Washington, D.C., because they're dumping them every place else, places that they don't go, that liberals don't go. But for God's sake, don't dump them on Mass Ave in Washington, D.C. You know, they could walk to Georgetown from there, and the Democrats don't want that. And then they'll be sleeping on the sidewalks all over uh, Georgetown and Washington, D.C., and, and they don't have any money, so they're going to need stuff. They don't have any food. They don't speak English for the most part. They don't have jobs. So uh, it is designed, quite deliberately, to overwhelm the system, to overload and overwhelm the system, right? And uh, U.S. Uh, Border Patrol said they're looking at, you know, they they have uh, over 45,000 individuals in custody, expecting that by the, the end of the month. Department of Homeland Security said uh, Border Patrol is not resourced to manage the level of encounters currently occurring across the southwest border. And the U.S. Congress provided less than half of the $4.9 billion that DHS requested to prepare for the lifting of Title 42 because the Democrats are actually demolishing the United States of America and the news media, uh, they are, you know, they've merged with uh, the news media and the Democrat Party have merged, and they both have the same program. And again, as Benito Mussolini said, that uh, fascism is a merger of state and corporate power. And the corporate media and the Democrat Party are inseparable. They're like Siamese twins. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to some audio here. So, yeah, the uh, the judge has uh, has uh, blocked Biden. The, the Democrats are going to find another judge that that does anything they want, and this will be lifted in no time at all. Federal judge blocks Biden from paroling. Now, that, again, that means that law enforcement already overwhelmed, uh, border protection and and so on, uh, are going to be uh, o- more overwhelmed, and they won't be able to. They just can't handle the workload that the Democrats are throwing at them. All right, All right let's go to Hakeem Jeffries, uh, who was raised by a radical anti-Semite uncle as his mentor, college professor. And 
Uh, and he's a radical leftist, and he's the Democrat leader in the House of Representatives. If, uh, if they took over the House again, this radical Hakeem Jeffries would be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And uh, they are here to murder the United States of America. They really are. And uh, here's the rhetoric, nice rhetoric. I don't know why the Republicans don't return this rhetoric in kind. My extreme MAGA Republican colleagues, they create a fictional argument around what's happening at the border and then actually do nothing to solve the real problem. Now, there, I don't know how many lies were in there from the uh, radical uh, Hakeem Jeffries. Leonard Jeffries, his radical anti-Semite uncle, who was his primary uh, male uh, adult role model uh, when he was a young man. But that's okay. And uh, boy, oh boy. So that's Hakeem Jeffries. And then my radical extreme MAGA. Now, I mean, I don't know. If I were Speaker of the House, I would, uh, we'd have a big powwow. Can you say powwow? Uh, we'd have a big powwow and, uh, with the Republican members. And I would come up with the most incendiary rhetoric to define the radical extremists uh, fascists. And I, I would trot out the fascist thing. You know, with Benito Mussolini, I come out with a big uh, foam core board. What do they call those? You know, like a, a banner, whatever, uh, at the press conference, put it on a, on a tripod with Benito Mussolini's quote, that fascism is a merger of state and corporate power. And I explained that the Democratic Party and the media, and I do this in front of the media, have merged and they become as one. And uh, they should see Benito Mussolini after school today. Here is Brandon Judd of the uh, president of the uh, Border Patrol Union and uh, Brandon Judd this morning on what's going on. The only thing that we do is we fingerprint them, see if they have a criminal record here in the United States. We also look to see if they have an Interpol hit, and that's it. We can't check anything that's happening in their countries. If they have a criminal record in their country, we're never going to know about it. So they could have, uh, you know, they could be wanted for uh, being serial killers or, uh, uh, you know, uh, sex traffickers in uh, Guatemala and anywhere. And, um, and we wouldn't know. And we're just waving them into the country. And this is the Democrat Party's plan for the United States of America. They are not on our side. They're just not on our side. It's kind of an amazing and tragic uh, thing. Brandon Judd, there's a Republican congressman from the great state of Texas by the name of Pete Sessions. He knows a thing or two about what's going on down there. Ted Cruz was down there, I guess, last night, and uh, and he commented, uh, looking at the mayhem at the border, he said, you know who's not here? Democrats. There's not a single Democrat at the border to witness this because they don't give a flying hoot what's going on at our southern border. They're the ones that are orchestrating this. Congressman Pete Sessions. We are not prepared for this. And I think we heard the report out of New York City. They cannot handle this search. Over 5 million people have been brought in, 1 million who were uh, not caught. Now we're going to near that what would be 15 million people uh, number by the end of this year. And it's staggering that we allow this. 15 million people by the end of this year. Uh, They need a lot of dishwashers, the Democrats, and lawn care people, don't they? Because that's what what Hank Johnson said. uh, We we must maintain an open border because otherwise who's going to clean your restaurant? Uh, They want slaves. That's that's what the the Democrat Party is the party of the Confederate States of America and Jefferson Davis and slavery and Jim Crow. 
lest we forget, uh, Brandon, John, the pre- Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. And uh, 15 million, let me pause on that 15 million number for just a moment. You may remember President Trump used the number at the CNN town hall night before last also. Our whole country is being destroyed. Millions of people are coming into our country. And you know what the number is going to be, in my opinion, by the end of the year? Not the 4 million that you hear and the 3 million and 2. I think it's going to be 15 million people. 15 million people. Now, let me, let me share this with you. Let me remind you of this. Ellis Island Foundation, all right, at statueofliberty.org. Uh, Ellis Island was open for 62 years. 12 million migrants arrived legally in the United States, legally, through Ellis Island in 62 years, the 62 years that it was open, including young Vito Andolini, who became Vito Corleone, and we all know how that came out. And uh, 12 million, the total number, it says more than, but less than 13 million, over the course of 62 years of Ellis Island being open, and they came in legally, and the Biden administration and the Democrat Party are facilitating up to 15 million, according to Pete Sessions, member of Congress, according to President Trump, perhaps by the end of this year. What do you think their goal is? This is a Barack Obama fundamental transformation of America and teach your kids to speak Spanish because the Democrat Party has a plan for this country. You know, I like to tell the truth and to offer great solutions. Well, if you have high blood pressure, maybe you know somebody who does, I want to tell you about some friends of mine, 120 Life. 120 Life, they're a Chicago-based company that developed a juice drink that can help lower your blood pressure naturally. 120 Life is a natural juice drink made from pomegranates, tart cherries, cranberry, hibiscus, beetroot, magnesium, all of which are beneficial to your blood pressure. And it's delicious. It can help lower your blood pressure without side effects. I'm drinking it, and I love it. You will, too. It helps me stay energized. I'm energized and keeps my blood pressure in check. The truth is there are easy, natural ways to keep your blood pressure in check, and one of them is 120 Life. So check it out and tell them Chris Plant sent you. Visit 120life.com. That's 120life.com. You can order a two-week trial pack of their juice drink. There's a money-back guarantee, and when you use the code Chris. That's me. You're going to save 15%. The natural approach to blood pressure management. Visit 120life.com today. Start seeing the benefits in just two weeks. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or condition. Yeah, so what, what conclusion should we draw as taxpayers, as Americans, come from families that uh, fought in the... Persian Gulf in Afghanistan, in Vietnam, in Korea, in World War II and World War I, going back to the Revolutionary War. What were you? Uh, what were we all fighting and and bleeding and dying for? What are we paying all these taxes for? Well, the Democrat Party. Their answer may not be the same as yours. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Illegal immigration is illegal. Yes, uh, yes it is. But the Democrats uh, like that. They, uh... They're fine about that, gotta say. I, um, let us see. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Tim, listening on iHeart from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Tim, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Tim. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, Congratulations on your award, by the way. Thank you very much. My Bulldog Award from the Media Research Center, outstanding radio host, radio talk show host of 2023. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, um, this getting back to the Marine back up in New York that just got arrested. Yes. He, I think that the victim or the the, the guy that died yeah. um, was going through, he, was, he seemed like he was going through phases of excited delirium. Um. Uh-huh. A mental condition. It, it, it is a, your your body goes into a reaction and it it starts burning itself out. Eventually, uh, the way it started was he's walking around babbling and stuff incoherently. But uh, when he took off his jacket and threw it on the ground, your body starts burning itself out. Well, I. Um... That is an interesting, I'm going to make a note of that because that may come up. You know, now, of course, the news media is going to cover this trial like it's the Kennedy assassination. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. is the headline from the Washington Free Beacon. You know, we do have good newspapers in Washington, D.C. It's just that one of them is not the Washington Post. We have the Washington Times, your newspaper of record in Washington, D.C. You see they had a nice item the other day about my new Newsmax show. A wonderful item in the Washington Times uh, from the great people. The great people there. We have the Washington Examiner. And we have the free beacon. And uh, lefties just uh, don't get their news, but they read the Washington Post, where they still haven't mentioned the $10 million going into the Biden family coffers that we learned about day before yesterday as a result of uh, James Comer's, uh, Congressman Comer's, Chairman Comer's investigation with all the bank records and, you know, uh, $10 million and, and more going into the Biden family, and, and uh, the Washington Post hasn't mentioned it. Hasn't mentioned it. 
It's not a newspaper. It's a Democrat Party rag. San Francisco, Washington uh, Free Beacon. Almost nobody feels safe on San Francisco area public transit. Government survey finds. There's a picture of an empty subway car because, you know, nobody will ride it. Only 17% of Bay Area residents feel safe on local public transit. And overwhelming majorities say crime and homelessness are out of control in the system, according to an official survey released this week. The Bay Area Council commissioned the poll to understand why Bay Area Rapid Transit, they call it BART, BART, Bay Area Rapid Transit, why their ridership remains woefully below its pre-pandemic numbers, per the survey. The problem is less a rise in remote work than widespread concern about safety and cleanliness. 45% of local residents cited those issues as the main reason they don't ride BART. And 78% they said they would ride more often if the trains and buses were cleaner and safer. See, this is what the Democrats do to every place. This is what they're up to. And uh, I, I've got I've to talk about this a little bit because Daniel Penny is the former United States Marine who was riding the subway train in New York. They, they, uh, New Yorkers all think we care that it's the F train. What does F stand for uh, in the New York City subway system? Daniel Penny to surrender. This has already happened. And face second-degree manslaughter charge in Jordan Neely chokehold. Jordan Neely uh, chokehold. Right. And obviously it's a tragedy. The, the Jordan Neely's life is a, a tragic life that came to a tragic end, which was doubtless inevitable. Now, he wasn't going to split the proton or in, you know, invent the next generation form of communication. He was going to uh, bump around in New York as a lunatic uh, until his final day. And the Democrats that run New York City were perfectly content to leave him and thousands like him, literally, out on the streets to fend for themselves day in and day out and then pretend that they care very deeply when he dies a tragic death while ignoring how many, I think, 10,000 African Americans were murdered last year in the United States of America or Darn close, more than 9,900 African Americans murdered last year. Can anybody name one of them that made headlines? Any six-year-old girl that you can uh, think of? Because we had that in Washington, D.C., and and it's happened in Chicago, and it's happened in various places. But now Daniel Penny, the former Marine, put a homeless man, Jordan Neely, in in a chokehold on the subway last week surrendered to police to face criminal charges on Friday. Law enforcement sources with knowledge of the case told the New York Post. And uh, and again, I believe he's already uh, turned himself in. And you have this George Soros radical prosecutor who prosecutes the police and citizens, but not criminals. And now Daniel Penny, who's 24 years old, served in the Marine Corps, Turned himself in 5th Precinct in Chinatown. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. And uh, he could face up to 15 years in prison. 
If you watch the video, there's a longer version of the video that none of the news media will show you. It's available on Al Gore's Amazing Internet. And the African-American man that joined in with Daniel Penny, after Daniel Penny um, observing the behavior of this uh, person who's been arrested more times than, you know, than I've been to Pennsylvania, maybe, and uh, uh, 42 or 44 times he's been arrested. He's a mental case, and they praise him. See, the Democrat Party is in, they pretend to be in his corner, and they're the ones that leave him on the street to starve and die, to steal, to rob, to starve, and to die, because he is incapable of fending for himself and incapable of taking care of himself as an adult would take care of one's self. And the Democrats are very proud. You know, they're just libertarian enough to leave him to die in someone else's doorway. Curled up and dead until his cold remains are dragged away by some city employees and burned or buried wherever. Maybe they turn him into Soylent Green. What was Soylent Green was set in 2022, right? Isn't that right? Soylent Green, the, the book and the movie was set, I believe, in 2022. Maybe it was 2021. The radical left-wing Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, we cannot provide any additional information until he's been arraigned in Manhattan court. Uh, this Alvin Bragg is another Soros guy. He's another pro-criminal guy. And... Um, and this is a tragic situation. Now, again, Daniel Penny was responding to other passengers on the New York City subway train where there were no police. The driver of the subway train was busy calling 911. Daniel Penny, a, a brave young man, put himself, he could have just ignored it, looked at his watch, texted somebody, gotten off at the next stop, and left everyone to fend for themselves. A woman and as I understand it, an and older well, a woman at least in her 60s, told Daniel Penny he's threatening to kill people, and he's saying it out loud. And uh, at that point, a citizen who served in the Marine Corps, Daniel Penny, stepped up, stepped in, uh, attempted to get the situation under control, and it's very unfortunate that the man died. It, it, it uh, Obviously, of course, it is. Mr. Neely... Uh, 30 years old, and it's a tragic a tragic end to a tragic life. Um, his mother was murdered by a Democrat, grown up in a Democrat-controlled city that left him out there. And the longer form of the video, if you look at the longer video, you see that Daniel Penny, and as yet unidentified as far as I know, uh, another writer, African-American, and I think he said he was in the Army, the other guy. They... Um, they stopped uh, when, when um, Mr. Neely stopped moving. They both uh, attended to him and uh, saw that he had passed out. He uh, died later at the hospital, saw that he had passed out, and they both turned him on his side. He was on his back, and the, the other guy, African-American guy, said he was an Army vet, I think, uh, turned him on his side, said if he lays on his back, he can choke, he can drown if he vomits or something like that. So put him on his side. It's better for him. They were uh, attending to him, and they were trying to keep him alive, rendering medical attention to him, right, because they were trying to save his life. And uh, naturally, and, and the way the media is on this, 
is because they've got a race war uh, in the making here. And we had people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, smart as a stump, calling him a murderer and saying it's murder uh, and, um, you know, stirring up the, uh, you know, the violent mob that is the left in New York City and beyond. Now, this is about much more than this incident. It's about people being feeling unsafe to ride all the way across the country to ride BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit System in San Francisco, because the Democrats have ruined that place too. And we have a national crisis when it comes to mental illness. And the fact that we throw mentally ill people out on the street and insane people, let's not forget, uh, you know, oh, you can't use that word. Insane people, insane asylums, um, uh, many, many years ago had a great many more occupants. Now uh, they all live in my neighborhood and they ride the New York City subway. And, uh, and they've turned the cities, they've, the Democrats, because of their policies and, and politicians more broadly, have and continue to systematically turn our cities into unlivable hellholes where crime is ubiquitous, criminals run free, and normal, well-adjusted, tax-paying citizens trying to raise their sons and daughters in a decent country uh, are finding it harder and harder to do that because of the amount of crime. Again, I mentioned, and I'm sure the number has gone up since the Washington Post reported in their Saturday edition, that there have been 244 carjackings in Washington, D.C. so far this year as of last week. And this is a 61-square-mile city. That's four carjackings per square mile so far this year, not even halfway through the year. And no one talks about it. I talked about all the looting going on. Casual, daytime, strong-arm robberies everywhere. The Safeway, the giant, the giant food stores, even out in suburban Virginia. My friend Jeff sent me pictures of his giant food store that, that used to have two entrances. Now it has one because of all the shoplifting, the epidemic of shoplifting that, quite honestly, the Democrat Party has incited, legitimized, justified, okayed during the uh, rage, that they call it the summer of love, right? When they were looting and burning police cars, police stations, thousands of police injured, all the looting, the arson, attacking the Hatfield Courthouse in Portland, Oregon, um, the, the CHOP, isn't that what it was called? where the black people were murdered in, in Seattle. And uh, all of this was just treated like ho-hum. This is no big deal. Pay no attention. And it has, a lot of people got it into their heads that this kind of mob political violence had been normalized since the news media told us it was mostly peaceful when the city block was burning behind them. That's why we have mostly peaceful T-shirts and coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store online. And a few people on Capitol Hill on January 6th, I guess, had the wrong impression that, you know, this happens all the time now. This is normal behavior. Mob, political violence, street violence, storming government buildings, courthouses, police stations, city halls. Um, That's all fine. And had it not been for the 
prolonged period of Democrat Party rioting and looting and arson across the country from coast to coast, January 6th never would have happened. And that should be part of the defense, by the way. Not that in D.C. you're going to get a fair jury if you were on Capitol Hill on January 6th, because you're not. And this is, this is about the Democrat Party not believing in self-defense, as one of our earlier brilliant callers noted. They don't believe you have the right to defend yourself. And, and, you know, the woman on the train who said he's talking about murdering people, about killing people, she was not in a position for physical reasons because she's a woman and he's a man. And although Democrats say there's no difference, uh, there is. And, uh, and Daniel Penny stepped in to be a citizen, to be a protector, which is what Marines do, and to save the day. And now the Democrat Party is uh, buying a rope and picking a tree because they plan on hanging him. And the message to any like-minded man throughout the land is don't do it. And that's another step toward turning the asylum over to the inmates across the country from coast to coast. This is about, about stepping on your right to defend yourself and dissuading you from defending anyone else in the public square. And instead, next time, when the psycho killer is threatening to murder the woman on the train, just sit there and text, put your earbuds in, listen to music, ignore the insanity, don't do anything about it, because the Democrat Party will lynch you. It's about the death of civil society. The crazy people win because the Democrat Party represents the crazy people and not the brave Marine, the man who just wanted to stop the madness while the driver of the train called the police to deal with this crazy person who was threatening to kill people, terrorizing and terrifying the citizens, the civilians, the normal people who hadn't been arrested 42 or 44 times, hadn't been institutionalized in mental institutions, weren't crazy people. But the Democrat Party is the party of crazy people, the party of criminals. And if you're the good guys, the police, the Marine bystander that intervenes, the Democrat Party will hang you from that tree. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there Hi, are Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. The octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. All right, um, the New York Post has the uh, story about a 66-year-old woman on the subway train when this incident occurred, Daniel Penny and Jordan Neely, and the 66-year-old woman who did not want to be identified for fear of the violent Democrat Party. said, I hope he gets a great lawyer. I'm praying for him. She said, and I pray he gets treated fairly. I really do, because after all of this ensued, I went back and made sure I said thank you to him 
This might be the woman who tipped him off that he was talking about murdering people. Um, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Tom calling from Leesburg, Virginia. Thomas, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Tom. How you doing, sir? Thanks for your service. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, listen, I got a question about that Marine. Um, it's a sad day for all of us. I mean, the individual had a right to protect himself and everybody else out there. Uh, people's, uh, what do you call it, rights don't end where other people's fears begin. You right. know? And yeah. as far as him being indicted, just so the public know, if you've ever been to a grand jury, which I'm a retired law enforcement, um, you can indict a ham and cheese sandwich. Okay? It all depends on how you, how you tell someone it's made, and there's no one there to challenge you. So, especially with the female there that spoke on the train, that the guy said he was going to kill everybody, and the man making a statement, I think this kid's going to be all right. Well, but they're trying to nail him, and it sounds like you may have been law enforcement in that general vicinity. Oh, of course they're trying to nail him. Yeah. I mean, number, number one, anyone that's white right now in New York City is getting crucified. And I'm not trying to chase this into a racial thing, but it's pretty clear. The DA out there is he's trying to suppress all the crime, and let all the all the other people that are doing the crime out. This kid was out on a warrant. Am I right? Oh yeah, he was wanted for bashing a woman's head in. Yeah, uh, a sixty-seven-year-old woman's head in. Yes, that's right. And there was a warrant outstanding. Exactly, and he's not a fear to society or a threat. He had forty outstanding arrests, and he had, I think prior to that as well. well. Shame on the DA and shame on the mayor for allowing all this to happen. The city is in chaos. The country is in chaos. San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles. People are fleeing Los Angeles like there is a giant fire. Uh, Chicago, people are fleeing. Uh, People don't go downtown in cities all over America. And it's all for the same reason. It's the Democrat Party. It's pretty amazing stuff. Every The whole country is on lockdown. If you own a business, you'd probably keep your doors locked because Democrats are going around and robbing everybody everywhere. Again, I went to a uh, pharmacy drugstore last night with my best girl, either a CVS or Walgreens. And you can walk around and wave your arms across the shelves because they're empty. Um, you know, they're looting everything. The, they're, we're living through an age of lawlessness. There's a nationwide crime wave going on. The media is not talking about it because it's their party, the Democrat Party, doing this. By the way, just in Washington, D.C., Bladensburg, just outside of a 12 year old and a 15 year old were shot today while trying, trying to steal a car. And this is perfectly normal, thanks to the Democrats. Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.